gulch, a narrow steep-sided ravine marking the course of a fast stream. Example, it's a beautiful day in the gulch, and by gulch I mean Bloomington, Indiana, but also I mean my mind. Today is a beautiful day inside of my head. I holler into the gully, it's a beautiful day in the gulch. Alright, where do you want to clap? Whenever. Alright, clap. Alright, folks, we've had quite the adventure, <laughs> but it's still a beautiful day in the gulch. It is. You know, nice day. podcasting isn't as easy as it seems. It really is not. <laughs> we got booted from the library, our original yeah. studio. Well, we, not booted. We didn't get booted. There's just some kind of technical error, possibly on my end. Probably <laughs> on my end. We had to go buy some tech. Bought some technology. The tech was installed. We still ran into problems. Now yeah. we're here outside on my back deck, and it might rain. Yeah. To be it, truthful. Honestly, it's probably about to rain. But that would be beautiful. I really like spring rain. <laughs> yeah, it would be a fitting end uh, as we get <laughs> fucking electrocuted by our, by our equipment. Yeah. A fitting end. The first ever death by podcast. Uh, we've actually we tried the podcast before. I mean, we successfully recorded, but this is the first episode for the public. Yeah. Uh, we, but we threw it out. Yeah, we threw it out because it's much more difficult than we thought it was going to be. Right. We were just uh, we were we were trying too hard, and we were well, we weren't trying too hard. We were being tryhards. Yeah. And we were being hack. We were talking like, about juggalos. Yep. Which is hack. No yep. one needs to hear about juggalos again in twenty nineteen. Even though the gathering is very close this year, but yeah, it's local, so it's relevant, but it's yeah. still hack. So we we threw it out. We're moving on, keeping the train rolling. It is a little sad though. What is that? The world won't hear about the time your cousin went on Judge Joe Mathis. <laughs> that was the best. Yeah, another time. Another time. It'll come up again. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you know. I think we should just have conversations just like how we normally talk. I mean. Right. It's just like hanging out. That's what we're doing now. It's we're like my favorite out. thing to do is hang out. It's one of the only things I'm good at. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and also I'm good at hacky sack. Yeah, you've been playing hack. You've been which hacking Which is also hard. just hanging out, I think. Right. Which part of hacky sack is the part you're good at? Which part is the part that you like? <laughs> I mean, they, I, they can be this one and the same too, but... Uh, I'm good at like... Uh, I'm good at like kicking the the little bag. I'm just like, you know, it's like muscle memory that I built from when I was like a little guy, like 15 or something, and then I still have it. It's interesting how it, how that works, I guess. So I it's like it's like fun to kick it in the air. It's like it's like aerobic exercise a bit, and yeah. like it's like a nice. It's like a fun game. It's like you could play like you could play like a video game. Like I was playing balls a lot. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, this is ball, just one ball. Hacky sack is one ball. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't your New Year's resolution for 2019 to become a gamer? Yeah, but that was just like a joke. Uh, I don't, I don't really care. But what about being a gamer? It was what, what appealed to you about the gamer lifestyle? Uh, I just think it. I think it's like a culture that I'm afraid of being left behind in, because like you know like, it's like a huge phenomenon. Yeah, it's that it's I'm huge just right now. completely not participating in right. in any way. So I figured I, I was, I'm like, man, I'm missing out on like that aspect of the experience, I guess. Yeah, I think, I just think it's interesting because as someone who is a bit of a gamer, I think gaming is like whack and embarrassing, <laughs> but so I found it, uh, I was intrigued by your resolution to become one, but in a well, way I you, like to, uh, you have become a gamer, just with hacky sack. With hacky sack. Yeah. That's your game. Yeah. That's your play. I like to set like resolutions that are like slacker resolutions. Right. Like last year, like twenty eighteen, I set out to become a stoner. Right. I was like, I'm gonna smoke more weed this year. That's my resolution. And then and then for twenty nineteen my resolution was to become a gamer. But I just I really didn't do either that much i was gonna say those seem easy to meet but it's but i pretty failed <laughs> 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 uh, shit we were talking about how there's a will if there's a will there's a way earlier yeah but having a lot of will but not a lot of ways or having ways but not a lot of will anyway yeah what about anyway it? anyway i was uh curious about that koi wolf you saw Oh, yeah, so, like, last night, I'm just, like, working at the bar, and, like, Guinness is just, like, there's a, there's a coyote over there, and there was just a coyote in, in the parking lot across the street, and it was big. It was, like, the biggest one I've ever seen in my life. What, yeah, what made you deem it a koi wolf? Well, I, I don't know for a fact yeah but um shit it's raining it is raining that's beautiful yeah let's you want to ride it out (laughs) let's ride it out a little bit i don't know for a fact if it was a koi wolf or not but i watched like this pbs special about it like two years ago yeah and it's like a hybrid of a coyote and a wolf right and we live right in the region we live in the coyote region yes but the koi wolf region is the coyote region combined with the wolf region we're not in the wolf region at all but they it's like both regions are the region what both regions the coyote region and the wolf region are the koi wolf region yeah fuck it's raining all right yeah let's take it inside i want to finish this i want to finish this what i'm saying yeah i don't know if i'm doing a good job or not i don't understand yeah i don't understand the math of how indiana how bloomington indiana is in the coyote region and the wolf region well, okay. I don't. I have no. I, I don't really know what I'm talking about. I just Google imaged it. I like yeah. to Google image animals. Right. But so like, um, I guess what I was saying is, um, it. The reason I thought it was a koi wolf was because it was really big. I've seen coyotes before, and it was bigger than a, a normal, yeah. or a coyote I had seen, and also it was so, so far in town. It was like, you know, there's like no woods around there. 
it's just like bars and parking lots and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Well, I'm it's bringing, like not like. Yeah, it's not a wooded area. It's not natural. I'm bringing it up because you're not the first person who I've heard talk about a koi wolf. In oh really? Who else is or, or what else have you heard about? Janelle's them? coworker said in the Bryan Park Neighborhood Association. I don't know email list or whatever someone said there's a koi wolf about and that be sure to watch your uh small dogs and cats because a koi wolf might take them so the specific koi wolf sighting i think is fascinating to me i saw it i saw the fucking koi wolf man last night he was like seeing a fucking ghost right but what is awesome what is so cool kind of complicates it for me i think is I don't think it's likely that it's a coyote wolf hybrid. Hybrid. It's probably just a coyote. It could be a coyote dog hybrid. A koi oh, dog. Really? And people are interpreting it as a wolf for a number of reasons. One. Do, do coyotes and dogs, like domestic dogs, like mix? Well, a domestic dog is technically the same species as a wolf. Like if you look up uh, the Latin name for domestic dog, it's Canis lupus familiaris. Okay. So would that not just be a koi wolf then? I think uh, I think colloquially, I think it is a koi wolf because people are deeming it a koi wolf. That makes it a koi wolf. You know what I mean? I don't think it's like a definite thing. It's just kind of like this, like kind of like hybrid trash kind of like gutter species. You know, it's yeah. like a new thing. Oh, it's, it's cool. not. Yeah, it's like it's an urbanite. Right. They come into town. I'm fascinated by the way that like animals have adapted to human habituation like uh i mean like we're in the backyard right now and we're surrounded by birds birds thrive in suburbia like yeah you you wouldn't see this diversity of birds in a heavily wooded area and you know because there's no well that's not exactly true but because there's no predators um you know the the deer Mm -hmm. have really flourished in bloomington these birds are flourishing um but i was wondering if you had thoughts about other kinds of animal hybrids 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 yeah like a, no. a liger or tigon or wolfen oh, what's a tigon a tigon so a liger i think is a female lion and a male tiger or vice versa the tigon is the other version of that oh how is it different one has a mother that's a tiger the other has a mother that's a lion but for whatever reason like because of the chromosomes or whatever ligers end up bigger than both a lion or a tiger yeah i know that about ligers yeah they never stop growing like a yeah they have like some hormone yeah uh problem but that's what i'm thinking maybe this koi wolf or whatever maybe it's a half coyote half dog but it, it can't stop growing because of a hormone problem so people are calling it a wolf well I don't know. I don't think. I don't think that's true. I, but maybe. I don't really know. But I think that it's interesting. I think it might just be bigger because, like, a wolf is bigger. It's not as big as a wolf, but it's bigger than a coyote. I'm saying it's not a wolf, though. That's my argument. Your is argument no... is it's a domestic dog and a coyote. Yeah. But since. Yeah. Okay. It's a wolf as much as a domestic dog is a wolf, which is pretty damn close, but. Yeah, I mean, like, if it's threatening people, if the, if its presence is looming like a wolf in medieval Europe, then it's a wolf. 
I think wolves are not that dangerous. I think they're like... Uh... Well, now, yeah, now they've adapted to humans knowing that humans are, like, uh, going to shoot them with a gun. But there's a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of documentation from back of the day of wolves eating humans in Europe. Yeah. Why'd they do that? They must have been really hungry. They must have been really <laughs> hungry. Man. Yeah, I wouldn't eat one of those humans. Yeah. They're very dirty humans. Yeah, some, like, sinewy, yeah. like, potato-eating peasant. <laughs> yeah. Not, they, yeah, not very, they were very smelly. However, if you manage to get, like, uh, some duke or uh, lord or I'd lady. i chubby lord. Yeah. yeah. Juicy. Eat the Someone the fattened up on turkey legs. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you an animal question. Yeah. I saw that you uh, posted, like, these skinks. Yeah. Was that at Hopscotch? Yeah, it was at Hopscotch. It was, yeah, so, well, for one thing, skinks like that, there's a few species. They are native to uh, Indiana. Um, but Jeff, uh, my boss, was saying that he thinks that they fall off. We got a delivery of supplies today, and he thinks maybe sometimes the lizards fall off the truck because there's, like, oh. produce on the truck. And like, where do you get the, where do you get that produce from? Well, Indianapolis. But I mean, if it's bananas <laughs> or something, uh, there's a supply chain. But I think they're native. I, I see skinks in the parking lot of Hopscotch semi-frequently. Those were large. They were, they like, were really big. They're, they're the biggest ones I've ever seen. I think they might be a broad-headed skink, which I thought they were five-lined, but I think they're broad-headed. Yeah, those were the biggest. Wait, what? They just have like big heads? Yeah, they have big heads. It's just what they're called. Yeah, man, those were like the biggest skinks I've seen. There's a that. kind of lizard that yeah. uh, lives in Europe and Asia above the Arctic Circle called the viviparous lizard. It gives live birth, unlike most lizards that lay eggs. Whoa. It's like a mammal. It's like a mammal in that respect, yeah. It has warm blood and nipples. It has nipples? No, I'm just kidding about that. <laughs> I, uh, speaking of lizards and hybrids and captivity and all that, because I don't, well, for one thing, I don't think hybrids are ethical. They're like a man-made phenomenon um, in some way or the other. But when my lizard got out the other day and I found it in my robe. Oh, yeah, my Regis. Robe that morning. Yeah, when the leopard gecko was climbing on my back. Yeah. Kind of made me wonder if like having my pet lizards or whatever if that's like good for the lizard. If it's ethical to keep reptiles in captivity. Hmm. Cuz like because it wanted to get out and crawl on your robe? Well, that's part of it. Like someone was like uh oh, it probably wanted to get to a moist place in the bathroom, but I was like, yeah, but all the um all the like Pet stuff online says that they're desert animals that want dry, hot places. But it just made me think about, like, how just because, like, where an animal is native to doesn't mean it's the ideal conditions. And what it's adapted to survive doesn't mean that, like, it ideally wants that stuff. And, like, I don't know, just how... how how could it be possible that I could provide for a wild animal the same way that the wild does? You know, I can't. <laughs> yeah, 
That's a good point. And one of my annuls, uh, one of my annuls, the foot came off. The foot came off of your lizard? Yeah. Did it, like, get bitten off, or did it fall off? I don't know. It's It's a mystery. It's like, Petey's head fell off. (laughs) I just looked in there one day, and the foot was gone. I bet another one of the annuls bit it off. That's a possibility. Another possibility is it got injured somewhere along the way, and then it just fell off eventually. Because, you know, the lizards, a lot of the times, they uh, break off their tails as a defense mechanism so you think it got its hand stuck maybe in the top of the cage or something can it grow its hand back like it can grow its tail back i I don't think so but i think it'll heal but i still feel like in some way that's my fault i don't think it's your fault those would not exist those would not even have a life if it wasn't for uh you accidentally breeding them right that's my fault the whole (laughs) thing is my fault is what i'm saying (laughs) What have I done? What have I created? Yeah. What is it? It's good to be alive. It, it is good to be life alive. Is, life is like a, a gift. Yeah. And I think that even if the lizard, like, so you got the lizard because you found it, like, on the plant that you bought. Right. So the original brown anole was found in my home. So the original, the grandfather or grandmother anole was uh, probably supposed to die, and you saved its life. Exactly. I had to. I was it, obligated it, to. You had to save its life. Yeah, it was in my home. It was in your home. What were you going to do? Set it free and then yes, let it freeze to, to death? To let it die? No. No. But getting it a friend. That might have been. That might have been a mistake. The original <laughs> concept was, uh, if you look, again, if you look at the care sheets online, they're like, you know, these are social lizards like they live in groups in the wild you should try to provide them with uh one or three other companions so i went to the pet store they had their brown anoles their green anoles and their long-tailed grass lizards all in the same uh all in the same terrarium all in the same very small terrarium and so they only had one brown anole so i got that one it happened to be a male for a long time it was a fucking coward it was like, what do you mean? It just uh, never. I think it had a lot of stress and not to like inflict uh, psychosis onto it, but I think it, maybe it had like some PTSD from living in the pet store, and so it just was like a coward. Just in the pen. With it was all a the coward. Other yeah, it was in the pen, lizards. and it was a coward when I first got it, and like a beta, like. The female lizard that I found in my home had always got the best basking spots, always ate first. Maybe he's just chivalrous. Maybe, you know, maybe he's playing the, he, he's playing I mean, the long game. Ultimately, he was, because ultimately, they mated. Yeah. And he has a bunch of babies, and now he's alpha again. He's, like, chasing the lizards away. He's the biggest one by far. He's chasing all of his children away from his... That's Why? another thing, is <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm worried that they're just all going to, it's like going to be an incestuous kind of thing. Well, it already is, no? Or has there been other generations? No. It's so, so it's just the one G1. generation. Yeah. And there was one lizard that uh, our friend found in their house that I took in. I don't know if that one is still around or if it died. It disappeared. A lot of them died in their infancy. Uh, which is again something I 
feel responsibility for it. So how are you ever? How are you gonna get out of this lizard world you've gotten yourself into? I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I should donate the lizards to someone. Maybe I can sell them to the pet store. But I do need to get out at some point. Well, I wasn't implying that you need to get out, but it sounds a little bit like it's stressing you out. Like a you're bit. a little bit worried about. You're a little bit like, or or maybe maybe if it's not stressing you out, maybe it's like just like. Uh, like. I always think about things that have to end sometime. Right. Everything ends. Every relationship ends. <laughs> Dude, it's so, <laughs> so serious. So when my relationship with my lizards ends, <laughs> yes. which, and I decide when that happens, yeah, I don't know, something to mm. decide. Dude, I the, guess you could just be a lizard guy for the rest of your life. That's the other just thing. Just keep breeding Dude, them. Dude, these leopard geckos live like 15 or 20 years. The anoles, you know. Wait, Regis is going to live like 20 years? Allegedly, yes. Wow. Can you imagine me being a 46-year-old man with a with pet Regis lizard? With Regis still. Yeah. It seems... Is it cool or is that whack? I feel like the whole time... It's like hacky sack. Ah. You feel like the whole time what? Well, I just recognize that keeping reptiles is kind of a marginalized hobby. Just based on like the reptile expo I went to and the Facebook groups uh, where people try to trade them and there's drama just kind of attracts uh, outcasts okay and that's and that's negative maybe I don't know it's kind of weird reptiles are cold-blooded <laughs> yeah that's why people assume I think uh, in our culture or whatever People want pets that can reciprocate the affection that they show them. My lizards will never reciprocate my affection. But that's okay. Yeah. I can handle that. I I'm think, grown. I think that owning the lizards is like hacky sack. It's like if I want to play hacky sack, it's not a big deal. If you want to own lizards, it's not a big deal. If, if you want to play Mario Kart, it's not a big deal. It's not. It doesn't matter what age you are. Right. It's. I think it would be a problem if I was like neglecting other responsibilities to. Uh, I don't know. Feed my lizards. Yeah. And, Which know. I've done that for hacky sack. Oh yeah. Yeah. What responsibility have you neglected to um, play hacky sack? Well, a lot of times I'll because I wake up in the afternoon. Yeah. I'll be like, um, oh, I need to start my day. You know. Yeah. I need to maybe run some errands or something like that. But I'll look at my phone and I'll already have a text message from like Mark or somebody. And they'll be like, hey man, just come across the street. We're playing hacky sack. And then I go do it instead of taking care of my business. We got to go in right yeah, now. Yeah, we got to go inside. Fuck. I'm going to pause.